0: Welcome to The Faithful Servant, a podcast reaching you in the midst of your battles where you can find hope, joy, wisdom, and healing. My name is Eric Howland and at the end of the day my hope is that I can hear the words, well done, my faithful servant. Welcome to this week's episode of The Faithful Servant podcast. I want to start out by just kind of a uh, personal story a celebration because I think when we experience healing we need to celebrate it and one of my children that I've talked about in my personal life I've, I've got three of them that kind of you know I've had to process through and work through and the whole point behind therapy is loving your children unconditionally and there is one I've always kind of struggled to love and that one is I am alone and when he gets triggered my anxiety spills up and um, I get to a place in life where I'm just downtrodden and depressed But I had breakthrough here last week and I'm excited because I had an instant last week where I had an anxiety attack over, am I loved? Do I have people around me that truly care about me? And so I'm driving in a snowstorm and I can just feel the anxiety coming up in me. And I called a friend of mine and asked him if he was busy. And he said, no, come on over. Or if you need me to come get you, I will. And I said, no, I'll be fine. Just send me your address. I know you live close to where I'm at. And So I went over there and spent about an hour and a half, two hours with him just talking. And got done meeting with him and... I made another phone call to another friend just to see what he was up to, and yet again, arms open, and he said, let's go get lunch. You know, I, I celebrate those two things, which might seem so simple. And what it did for me, though, is it taught me that I, am not alone in this world. That even when I am going through my struggles, I don't need to do it on my own anymore. Maybe you're in a similar situation where in your life's struggles, you would rather do things alone. And I'm telling you right now I've said this in the past on this podcast, we are not meant to be alone in this world. Reach out. There are people there that care about you and want to love on you. And so I celebrate just a breakthrough of being able to recognize that I am no longer alone in this world and that I can love that little child inside me unconditionally to say to him, listen, I know you might be lonely right now, but you are not alone in this world. You have so many people around you that love you and are there for you. So I challenge you out there who are struggling, open your eyes up to see all the people that are there for you. Don't ignore them. So my question, though, today is when you think of grace, what do you see? See, when I picture or think of what grace looks like, my mind goes to loving others, loving ourselves in the midst of our struggles having an understanding that we all fall short of expectations and yet we still love that person. So are you someone who needs grace today? Or are you someone that needs to give grace today? And we're going to look at my favorite Bible verse. Zephaniah 317, and I'm not going to get into my college thesis paper uh, that I had to write minimum 25 pages on this one verse, so I'm not going to go in depth like that for you here today, but I want to paint a picture of how this verse, how God sees us and how God gives his grace to us. So it reads, the Lord God is with you, the mighty warrior who saves. He will take great delight in you. In the love, he will no longer rebuke you, but will rejoice over you with singing. See, when I picture that verse in my head, I can see our God just standing over all of us so proud singing over us, rejoicing that he has a relationship with us. That no more is he separated from his people. Because grace exists. And so when you hear that, what's your picture in your mind right now? Now I want to ask you this question. What holds you back from accepting that grace? See there's a lot of times in life where we have these thoughts of I'm not worthy of it. I'm not good enough to receive anyone's grace, let alone God's grace. Like I did I I did something so wrong to this person that I don't deserve them to understand why I'm struggling with it. How many of you out there are kind of like me too is I look in the mirror and I struggle and have struggled in the past to be able to give myself grace. You know, how could God love me enough to overcome all of my shortcomings, all of my failures, all of my sins? I'm not worthy of this. And I I go back to how I opened up this podcast and celebrating that I finally was able to give myself grace in an area where I was always hard on myself. I could find that little child in me that says, I'm always going to be alone in this world. Everyone leaves me. And I can understand where he's coming from. I can listen to the hurt in his voice the same time I can wrap my arm around him and just encourage him to say I'm still here and not just me but God see like it starts out with in that verse is the Lord God is with you he's never leaving he's not a God that abandons us So, no matter what you have done in your life, no matter how bad you think you have fallen short, grace still exists because God is with you. So, I ask you again what holds you back? When you think God is distant, here is one of his promises that he is not just with us, but he also delights in us. He's happy for us, he's proud of us. He's sitting up there looking down, going, Those are my children. He, he, he sees you for who you are. He sees you for what you're going through. You might be in the pit of hell right now. You might be so hungover, drugged out, not sure where you're going in life, and yet God still delights in you. He's still near to you. Going in further into this is Okay, how does, how does grace happen? How does it look? what What do we need to do to be able to accept that grace, to be able to love ourselves and give you an understanding of all God wants from the beginning of time, from Adam and Eve to today. All God has ever wanted is a relationship with us. End of story. That's it. But in order to have a relationship, there had to be an avenue where he's no longer rebuking us. He's no longer holding those sins against us. He's no longer, he's no longer being upset and angry. Because we've heard stories of the past. I mean, let's not kid ourselves. Noah, he flooded the earth, right? He's had famine in the world. He's had all these different things happen in the world. To try to, try to draw us closer back to him. And he got to a point and said, I no longer want to rebuke you. Here's my son. Here's my sacrifice so that I can have a relationship with you. That is where grace starts and that's where grace ends. And we need to be at a place to be able to understand that one God loves us where we're at. And in the same light, I would challenge you to love yourself in the same light. Like we talked about a couple weeks ago, being able to love yourself. The greatest commandment is love the Lord your God with all of your heart, with all of your mind, with all of your soul. The second is like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. So there's three aspects of love in there. Love God. Love your neighbor. And love yourself. And so when I think of that is we have to be able to give grace. We have to be able to understand to ourselves and to others where they're at in life. You might not agree with where they're at in life. You might not agree where you are at in life. That's not the point. The point is to be able to understand what someone is going through. being able to love them right there you know we talked in uh, our small group this week about judgment and how oftentimes we find ourselves judging other people and where they're at in life and i brought up the point i said you know i, I do i try my very best not to judge other people but where i fail a lot of times is i judge myself I always fall short of my expectations. If I'm not in a good place in life, I'm, I'm judging myself harshly. And until recently, I haven't always been able to give myself grace. I haven't been able to celebrate those victories of say, you know what, I love you, little child, I love you, I love you right where you're at. I know you're struggling right now. It's being able to love someone. Simply put, that's what grace is, is being able to love someone. I don't care what your lifestyle is. I'm going to love you right where you are. I don't care what you're struggling with right now in life. I'm here to listen to you. I'm here to love on you. And I think that is the whole point of why I was able to get over this thing of I am alone is because finally I had people that are saying to me, I love you. I just want to listen to you. And it opened up my eyes finally to say, I can accept grace. I can finally say that I don't have to worry about other people judging me. They're not rebuking me. They're not not saying I have fallen short of their expectations. Just like God, they're saying, come to me. Let me listen to you. Let me love you right where you are. I want to challenge anyone out here right now that is struggling with this aspect. It's hard. It's hard to love yourself. Sometimes it's hard to love other people. But maybe start with trying to understand them. Understand what they're struggling with. That would be that first step that I would take with anyone. If you've got someone that you can think of right now, even if it's yourself, first thing, ask the question, what are you struggling with? Second step, I'm going to tell you, do what my two friends did. They didn't try to fix me that day. They didn't say, Eric, you have to do this. This will help you get over this. They didn't give me any wisdom as far as, okay, if you take these steps, then you'll be able to get out of this. Nope, they didn't say that either. They, they didn't say, turn away from your sins and all of your struggles and walk a different way. Nope. They didn't say that either. They sat there. And they let me talk. The last thing I would tell you to do to give grace... is to be able to tell them it's okay. I'm proud of you because you haven't given up. There's a level of encouragement that every person needs because oftentimes we find ourselves going, gosh, I suck in life. I don't know if I'm ever gonna get through this. Maybe you're at a place in your life right now where you're just so swamped with busyness and you're going, is my life ever going to change? I'm exhausted. Maybe you're that son out there that is drugged out, struggling, to stay in rehab, bouncing from in and out of rehab time and time again. And you're going, I don't know if I'm gonna get through this. And all you're asking for from people is just some grace, understanding, and encouragement along the way. So that's that third step, is encourage them that they can get through it. It took me a long time. It took longer than what I had hoped for. But I'm telling you right now, the moment that I was able to look in the mirror and be able to say, I love all of me now. That's worth celebrating. And it's worth sharing. You now we talked again about in our small group about this aspect is How do we show God's love to other people? It's through our story. It's to help other people see that God is in me. And there might be something just a little different about me that they might want because I can find joy in the midst of any storm now, that I've gone, gotten through all of these challenges, and I survived, and now I'm thriving. And what people are searching for is truth, but they're also searching for grace. And the best thing that we can do is to be able to give both fully. Is to be able to be honest, authentic with them about who we are and what we've gone through. And to be able to understand where they're at in life. And to be able to walk with them. And I promise you, If you do this, if you live out God's calling for grace to other people, including yourself, you will help change a world. And at the end of the day, you're going to hear those wonderful words. Well done, my faithful servant.